Welcome to the new pod order, brought to you by FFD260, with your hosts, Joel, Nick, and Alfredo. Hey everybody, how you doing? Uh, my name is Joel Davis, and welcome to New Pod Order. Uh-huh. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JoelD260. Uh, today with me is Alfredo and Nick. How you guys doing today? Yep. Yep. Awesome. I mean, yeah. Good talk. Good talk. So uh, we're just a dynasty slash redraft slash football NFL all related podcast. Um, if you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter. If you uh, want anything specific, hit me up on Twitter at JoelD260. Where can you find you, AJ? You can find me at C-H-X-C-K-E-N Alfredo. And Mr. Nick Brown, what about you? At Nickosaurus31. Good talk. You're, you're full, full of energy. Full of energy. Woo! You're the life of the show. Thanks. He makes the show. So, uh, so some general news. Let's Let's just get right to it. Matthew Stafford, who has, what does he have, five Super Bowl rings, right? No, zero. Okay. Got a $135 million contract extension, making him the richest white man in all of sport in America. How do you guys feel about that? Whatever. Uh, he's 5-46 and uh, 46 against above 500 teams. So how much are Mariota and Winston about to get paid, then, is the real question. Oh, a boatload of money. Yeah, I think Luck kind of got – I mean, he he got absolutely paid, but he got an insane amount guaranteed. So I uh, I think I'd take either of their contracts and it wouldn't be a big deal. Speaking of, speaking of Andrew Luck, your boy, Nick, what's up? Is he, uh, he going to play ever this season or are we just going to just be sad from week to week whenever he's – oh, he's, he's so close. He's throwing footballs and he looks really good except for nobody's seen it. His neck beard looks great. Okay, it's in mid-season form right now. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's well, that's obvious because it's September. So the neck oh. beard. He started. Uh, he started September first, and you know it's September third. So it's full now. It's good. His, his book club is rolling. Just <laughs> so we think about Brissett. Is he going to actually play, or probably oh. not first week? It'd be tough for him to play the first week. Um, Second week, he'll be, he'll be good. Yeah, I'm just not so sure that he's any good. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not so sure that he's... If he plays against the Giants every fourth preseason game, like every week, he'll be good. Yeah, that's okay, yeah, then, then he'll be fine. Really, he's he's already better than Tolzien. He's probably better than that's, Steve yeah. So yeah, that's fair. you've got him under team control for the next three years, which is huge. So if he plays whatever, he's better than nothing, and they can get rid of Tolzien, please. He's going to be worth a lot more to that team than Philip Dorsett was. You know, that, sure. I, I, I do think that for sure. And I think that it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of just a good trade. And I, I know I hate saying this, but it really was a good trade for both teams. Obviously, the Patriots don't make any bad moves ever because... Bill Belichick, and but Chance still, still, I mean, who knows? They were they were probably getting ready to cut him, but who knows? But I, I sp- did hear that his roster spot was in jeopardy a couple yeah. days earlier. Oh, speaking of speaking of bad quarterbacks, can you guys believe that that we've come full circle? We've come full circle. Brock Osweiler is back in Denver. 
how, how did we get here? You know, if what you go backwards, happened? if you go backwards with his career, it's a really good story. He started out <laughs> started out with the Browns, went to the Texans, and then won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. That's that's pretty funny. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, I I agree. That's it's kind of incredible. I saw that. I know everybody saw that stat that that the Browns will be paying him. I think it was thirteen to fifteen million dollars this year. Yeah, the minimum and, was like seven fifty that the Broncos had to pay. Yeah, the Broncos are paying seven. Browns, Browns eat every other penny of that deal. But I'm not sure. Well, I mean, truthfully, I'm not sure it really means anything for anybody. But it's still, still it's a brilliant move for Cleveland. Okay, it is thirteen million, whatever. But they took they took on a second round pick. Mm-hmm. And that was funny. They weren't going to spend that money anyway. So what the hell? And and it basically kind of reinforces what I'm hoping they are doing, which is tanking. That way they can get a top quarterback next year because they're, I mean, that's that's what they're building for right now, right? I mean, everything, all signs are pointing to, obviously, their offense. They've got good running backs, their improved line, maybe, and, you know, a couple of good receivers. I, I like Kenny Britton, Corey Coleman decently. I'm not sure I'm not sure how different of receivers either one is and how much they're really going to divide up targets there. But You can't leave out Sammy Coates, I mean, recently acquired from the Steelers. That is true. I actually kind of kind of forgot that, but it really doesn't do a lot for me because I just think he's bad. I think he just drops balls all the time. Nick also likes Kaiser to start for, uh, for the Browns to get some wins. I, I don't hate him. I've been saying he should start for the past what, three weeks now. I have. You've been preaching that. I think it's it's the best move the Browns probably can make. I just hate it because it's just like one of the fastest ways to ruin a quarterback's career is to just throw him in the Browns, have him go out week one, just get slaughtered by the Steelers. And, I mean, where's his confidence go from this year? You, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's a bad situation. And everybody has been wanting to pitch me for the last – two, three years that the Browns are just they've made a lot of good moves this year. They, yeah. They've improved their line. They've, they, yeah. They're off. They, Terrell Pryor is going to pop off this year. Whoopsie. And they and they still lost games. So, But I, I, I agree, though. I do like Kaiser for as, as the quarterback, but I just hate the Browns, man. <laughs> just hate Was him. Hugh Jackson there when Andy Dalton first came out in Cincinnati? Because yeah. he did. I mean, look where Andy's at now. I mean, he's not a bad QB, but he's like average. He's like usually in fantasy, like borderline QB one, QB two, like bottom end QB ones, top end QB two. Yeah, I mean, I love Hugh Jackson, and I love the Browns are one of my like teams that I like to root for because I always love to root for the underdog. But I don't know, I just don't see this year them being as improved as as a lot of people think. I think they're going to win about five or six. I think me and a guy on. FFD two six zero have a thing going on between the Jets and the Browns and who's going to win more games this year. Now I'm, Five or I'm pretty six. sure I took the Jets, and I could see the Jets having some wins early in the year compared to the Browns starting out like zero four. Here we go. We'll go game by game. Browns home against the Steelers week one. It's a loss. Yep. Browns <laughs> in Baltimore week two. That's a loss. <laughs> Browns at Indianapolis. <laughs> we gonna do all these really? <laughs> Why don't you just look for one you think is a win, and then we'll... Let's we'll know what week it is. <laughs> week three. I think they, get out, I think they, they win that game. Unless Against luck. Who? 
Colts? Yeah. No. What do you think about the Browns releasing Hayden and and him going to the Steelers and basically being their best corner now? I mean, I think it kind of. Uh, I just think the Steelers are in a cake division right now for them to win. If they if they don't win that division, then I think something's gone terribly wrong. I mean, Kaiser Kaiser's seen Hayden all practice long, so he does have a shot at knowing what moves work against him and stuff like that. And obviously, as an inside scoop to the Browns, working with them too, to know playbook. Steelers got just got a, a, a Vance McDonald too, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about him for fantasy? Yeah, yeah, Vance McDonald. I don't know. I like him as a late round flyer. I mean, yeah, I know, I know that when I'm taking him, that he's not going to be a tight end one, but. He's got right. upside. Whatever. If I can plug and play him as maybe a you know tied into with upside, that's fine. That's all you need in a in a PPR league where you only start one tight end anyways. Um, what did Heath did Heath ever finish tight end one ever? I know he got love and Ben loved Heath as tight end. Yeah, he had a couple tight end one years. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I would not bet any money or any type of anything on that, but. Anyways, moving on. That's enough talk about Steelers tight ends that don't matter because they are going to throw to Le'Veon Bell 40 times a game. All right, after looking at the Browns' schedule, <laughs> they take four wins, four five. They get a tough schedule, four or five. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. And the Patriots have the easiest schedule in football. What? Like, how is that fair? How is that fair? How? Patriots can come we... out and demolish Kansas City. I mean, it's just it's just not fair. They're operating on a whole other level than than all the other organizations. They just are. Like like the Jaguars. Speaking of the Jaguars, Fournette says he is confident that he'll be ready for Week One after increasing his practice workload. Don't care. What do you mean, man? Blake Bortles is is named the starter for Week One. That's yeah. breaking news. He has only been the starter for the last two years, so now he's going to be the starter again. So it's big deal. Last three years, sorry. Cornette is going to be a bust, I think, still. I don't like him. Never will. I don't, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I'd call him a bust. I just think he's being overdrafted is all I think. I think Jacksonville is similar to the Browns, and their, I mean, their defense is definitely improved. There's there's no denying that. Don't hate on Ramsey. And I guess from, I mean, sort of, their offense has improved as well. But oh. Cornette? Fournette, I mean, he definitely makes he definitely changes the game plan. It, you know, it's it's not like teams are approaching Jacksonville with the exact same way they were last year. Uh, I doubt they are. Fournette's still a beast, but I just I think it's just one of the worst teams he could have landed in. Honestly, a Rob go up or down from last year, or does he stay the same? Up. Uh, he's got to go up, man. It's just with the targets he's going to get, it's it's. Uh, I think he's being drafted really about where he should be, honestly. Uh, I like the shares of him. I mean, if he ends up being wide receiver 15, that's fine because the difference between wide receiver 15 and 10 is usually a handful right. of points. Yeah, I mean, it's usually not a lot of points. He wasn't great last year. There's there's no denying that. He wasn't. But I, I just think he's he's going to gonna turn around this year. I think it had a lot to do with the, the use of him. Along with Blake being awful in in practice, then you got the video that goes keep it in bounds, man. So let's talk about a running back and an offense that everybody actually wants to hear about. 
What's going to happen with Zeke, guys? I mean, am I going to get to see him play week one? Am I? Is that really going to happen? Because my MFL 10s would be very happy with me if that would happen. Is I'm it just more saying. more or less than your Sammy Watkins MFL 10s? Oh, Sammy Watkins is... I think I have 17 shares of him. No, I know I own 17 shares of him in, in best ball. Um, yeah, I know. I know, it's bad. I could see, I could see Zeke playing week one. They do have a lot in motion already, depending on... Like if he does get the suspension with or held up, that they've filed an injunction and have things going on in the courts in Texas already. Well, supposedly we'll know Tuesday by two o'clock. We'll know everything that we should, but I don't know. It it is very important because I'm sure a lot of people are drafting tomorrow. And I mean, I'm drafting a home league tomorrow. I know Nick's drafting in 15 leagues today. Probably three right now only two tonight <laughs> and and you know what do you do with zeke how, how can i justify taking him in the second round zeke just if he's gonna miss half the season in a 16 teamer so he's and i mean 2.1. if if his suspension gets pushed back then you stole him and you you could have got two of the top five running backs in the first and second round i mean it is what it is but in a couple leagues i was in the back after the the at the turn. I think I was pick twelve of a twelve man, and I got Howard Gordon, and then in round three I got Zeke. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. Squad. I'll take him in the third. I'll take him in the third round all day, yeah. just because just because if you can if you can get McFadden later, man, you can make a hell of a championship run. That's he got him at thirty sixth overall. Yeah, that's pretty, a couple that's different a times. Well, that's let's all well listen. Taking the the shitty side of whatever he did or didn't do out of it, I just hope he plays just because I like it when all the best players are on the field. I mean, it's just it is what it is. That's what makes that's what makes it fun. Well, speaking of somebody else who is hopefully going to play Week One, you guys you guys care about Flacco at all? Do you do you own any uh, any Ravens receivers? We were talking about Zeke playing Week One. That was that was another segue there. You, you got that one. Flacco playing week one. Is that going to happen or no? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's happening. It's happening. Jeremy Macklin, two touchdowns with Perriman getting another one. Yeah, and he'll probably just be hurt all season. Who do you want to compare compare Perriman to playing time-wise? For what, week one? Yeah, not not like, obviously not, not like top two wide receiver guys, but. Macklin's probably going to get. Nine, ten targets week one, isn't he? Well, Pitt is gone. Steve Smith is gone. They've got to go somewhere. Man, it's crazy that Gio is going to play this year. I just can't believe that he's going to play week one. He tore his ACL close towards the end of last year. And nobody thought, I mean, you know, look at Jamal Charles. He had a full year to recover, and it still just lingered, lingered for over a year. And now you have Cam Meredith, Edelman, all these dudes tearing ACLs, and you know that kills dynasty value in my opinion. Like if I can if I can sell if I can sell Cam Meredith or Edelman for you know ninety cents on the dollar, then I'm doing it. But what do you guys think? He just I don't know. What? There was, a, there was a trade that just went down in one of my leagues. I can't remember, but it was like somebody gave up a third rounder and somebody else for Spencer Ware, and I just set the phone down and I laughed for about five minutes. Um, it's not anything worse than like Ivory for McNichols. 
Yeah, but I would sell though, like obviously where if somebody's going to give me a good deal, and if I have where, I'm going to sell him all day because, I mean, it's Kareem Hunt's job to lose now, obviously, and yeah, who knows if who knows if Spencer Ware will be in the league this time next year. So does this mean my Brandon Cook shares are like safe now with Edelman gone, or does it matter at all? Don't this is serious. Much of a difference. This is serious because oh, Cooks is. Well, I mean, Cooks is somebody that is. I mean, he could be a first-round pick. I mean, right there at the beginning of the second, that's where he's being taken, and that's a lot of draft capital to invest in somebody that maybe only gets a hundred targets. I mean, who do you who do you guys like the most in that offense? Who are you trying to target in the Patriots? Which obviously you want to target the offenses that have the best quarterbacks and are going to throw for 4,000 plus yards. But who do you guys want in that offense? I really don't. I'm, I'm, it's tough to like pick anybody, any one person, because <laughs> like, especially with the running backs, they spread it out. So, you know, one week Lewis might have two touchdowns the next week. Gillis Lee might have two. the next week. Burkhead might have two. if you can't nail down just one guy and the wide receivers, I feel like are going to be similar whether it's Hogan that gets a bunch, Amendola might get one. It's just going to be vultures. There's too many mouths to feed between. That's Gordon why. That's and... why I've been taking Brady. <laughs> I think yeah. Seriously, seriously. To take. Well, I'm not kidding you. I mean, I've drafted three or four dynasty leagues this year, and I've taken Brady in, I think three out of four, and I ended up trading him because somebody just offered me everything they had for him. But, I mean, I would rather take him in the seventh or eighth round of a dynasty league and basically get the QB one. Well, I mean, with the, when you said Gronk, I, I don't even know if you can really bet on him week in and week out because Dwayne Allen, they're going to run two tight end sets. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I, I, I like Dwayne Allen too, because he's free. Dwayne Allen has like the worst hands, like almost as bad as Kobe Fleener though. So I'm yeah. not too worried about him stealing too much from Gronk. Okay, but we have to bear in mind Scott Chandler was fantasy relevant in that offense. Okay, and he was Dwayne Allen. Decent. Dwayne in Allen Buffalo. is is a is yes he may drop the ball, but he is a an shit athlete. Ton, but he and, still can't catch. He couldn't yeah, catch a cold but, if he went outside. Okay, that was that was really that was a good one. Good one though. I mean, I think he could. I think that uh, he totally could. I think you're not giving him enough credit. If you throw if you if you threw a cold if you threw a cold to him seven or eight times he'd probably catch it twice. You're right, and Nick can probably back this up watching him in Indy all the time. So. Yeah, I just I think the best strategy there though is right. just take Brady, maybe get a little bit of shares of everybody else if you can get him at a price that you think's fair. But all in all, it's probably just easier to avoid. You know, Gillisley at the price. It, it kills me how high he is. Yeah, yeah, guys fall below their ADP usually. If you can get them in like, cut like five, six, seven, eight picks behind their ADP, or even. It's kind of how I feel about. It's kind of how I feel about Corey Davis though, dude. Everybody's drafting. Everybody's drafting Decker over him and and saying that he's going to be their wide receiver one this year. I, I don't know. I just think that Corey Davis is overwhelmingly the most talented receiver on that team and. He'll show up before the end of the year. Before the end of the year, maybe. But immediately, it's going to be Decker that gets the majority of the touches and targets. Especially in the red zone. Dude has crazy stats in the red zone. So while it might be safer later in the season to say, yeah, Corey Davis is going to have uh, you know, a good final couple games, you need the initial production of Decker. 
I don't just mean the the final couple games. I just mean I think Corey Davis's ceiling is overwhelmingly higher than Eric Decker's. I mean, Eric well, Decker Eric Decker's not going to have. You know, I mean, he's not going to get a crazy amount of yards. You know, he's just he's not, not that guy. I mean, you're not going to draft Davis just to stash him on the roster on your bench. Well, I mean, you might, but I mean, if you can, I mean, if you're getting him in the eighth, ninth round, I mean, that's I think that's pretty good value to to just sit and wait for a week or two to see what he can do. If you can get Corey Davis in the 37th round, I'd say do it. <laughs> yeah, but only in like a dynasty league, though. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that oh, in a redraft. 37th round redraft, take him. I, honestly, I like Rashard Matthews a lot because somehow he's free again. Dude, I do. He's free. How can you not like somebody that's that is basically he has to do half of what he did last year? You're gonna to take smashes ADP. <laughs> you're gonna take a third or maybe even fourth wideout on a run heavy team. Look I don't all the think that he's. Rodgers I don't think that he's. But I mean, he's going in the twelfth round, thirteenth, fourteenth, thirteenth, fourteenth. I mean, I'm not saying I'm taking him everywhere, but if he falls late in a draft, I'll take a flyer on him. He's not. I mean, hit what? What's his upside? Nine touchdowns. That's what he had last year, I think. Eight or nine. Way too high. I mean, that's that's what he had last year. I'm I'm pretty sure. The roster wasn't the same. They didn't have Decker. They didn't have Davis. Matthews was, for all intents and purposes, he was the one. But now they've got two other ones ahead of him, which makes him three. Actually, Matthews is listed above Davis in the packing order for wide receivers. Davis is at the three. So Davis is going to be their slot guy, or they're going to put Matthews there? That's kind of I don't know I don't I don't take a whole lot of credence in preseason depth charts to a point I mean you got to see how everybody gets used week one and then kind of go from there well, I mean yeah, it's it's it just I'm not in every offense I'm just saying this offense is just it's so crazy because uh, like you said their whole receiving core is gutted and ripped out and added a lot of new shiny nice pieces in it but we don't really know what's going to happen because like you I mean I, I agree with you. There's not going to be three fantasy relevant receivers in this offense, unless unless Mariota takes a big step, like people think. A lot of people believe that he's going to throw for four thousand yards this year, and and if he does, I mean, if he does, then a hundred percent, Rashard Matthews, Corey Davis, and, and Decker are all going to smash their ADP. Honestly, I mean, they they all will. But I I don't know. It that doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside to take a chance on Mariota just taking it to a new level. Uh, I, I would just rather wait, take them here and there, but I'm not really targeting any of the receivers this year. You first, AJ. <laughs> Davis went 14th in the seventh round of the 16-teamer. 14th in the seventh round of the 16 I'm trying to... Like, so that's, like, that's probably like ninth round ADP in a regular league. We forgot to talk about Cam Meredith and his torn ACL and what that does for the Bears. I mean, I think that Jordan Howard's still pretty good value. I'm really not targeting their passing game. I think Trubisky's obviously the future, and he's clearly probably going to start over Glennon this year, I hope. I hope that he's good enough that he can push Glennon out of there. But I don't know. I don't think – I just don't think we know what's going to happen in that offense. What about you, Nick? Well, given that they they cut uh, Victor Cruz – I was kind of surprised with that. Um, Victor Cruz is, is bad, though. Right, but they just lost a receiver, so why not True. fire on him? It doesn't hurt anything. Um, I don't have a whole lot of faith in Kevin White. 
I don't have a whole lot of faith in Kendall Wright, even though he's somewhat familiar with the offense. But I, I, who's left? Deontay Thompson. Is that it? Marcus Wheaton. Not bad. I mean, he's free. What's the worst worst case scenario? You get, you get him, he's free, and he's a wide receiver three. He just takes up a spot on your roster. I mean, I guess, but I still, I mean, he could end up being the number one receiver. I mean, it could be Kendall Wright, could be Kevin White, could be Marcus Wheaton. We really don't know. Really so I'd do. rather just. What's the number one receiver in Chicago get you? Seven hundred yards, eight hundred. That's fair. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm not really targeting them, but right. if I could get that in the seventeenth, sixteenth round, then I mean, it it could be worse. I mean, basically, kind of like Rashard Matthews last year. A guy that was taken like in the last round, and then for no no good reason, just scored nine touchdowns. I don't think that's what what Marcus Wheaton's going to do or Kendall Wright. But I mean, somebody's got to got to score some touchdowns in that offense. I think Kendall Wright would have the most opportunity because I think he's going to be he, he's a short yardage guy, a lot of a lot of targets. I'm I'm picking up Adam Shaheen when I can though. Yeah, I like that. I like that take. I do. I, I also think that Jordan Howard is going to eat is what's really going to happen. I could see t- like them lining up Tariq Cohen in the backfield with Howard, too. I would not mind that, honestly. Just just to try and take some of the snaps off him because yeah. y- you, can't, you can't do that in the NFL now. You just can't. You break down. Everybody does. I mean, Marshawn Lynch, one of the greatest ones to do it, but dude was always hurt, and that's that's obviously what they want to try and do in Oakland. They want to limit him, one of the greatest running backs of all time. But you just can't feed guys like that. That's partially why I'm why I'm a little bit worried about Melvin, dude. That's why I'm a little bit worried, just because Brandon Oliver. <sighs> you don't Man, like him. That's, He's locked in as your two. That's 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 what I'm worried about. That's what I'm trying trying to say. That what is Melly going to get 350, 370 touches this year? I mean, seriously, that's. But I mean, he might get 350 touches. You didn't like okay. Brandon back when he first came out and took over for Woodhead and whoever else. I think Matthews was there. It was just like spell of RB injuries for he's, your Chargers. I mean, he's not he's not awful, but he's not an RB one. He's not a guy that you want to be starting on your games. He's a fine he's a fine compliment, but he's not a, he's not a starter. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you don't like him as your number two as like a change of pace guy just to spell spell Melly, so that way he doesn't have to take on a 350. I would like a bigger guy. He's he is little man. He is very small. You got you got Gates. You've got Hunter Henry. You. Oh yeah, I know. Allen. They're gonna pass it. Mike Williams. You've got Inman. You've uh, you got Tyrell Williams. There's too many mouths to feed for Gordon to get 350 carries or touches or whatever. Not carries, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean. I think it's. I think he's. I think he's pretty much, pretty much a lock for 300 touches. Right, but I, I mean, it's, it's going to be anything extreme. I don't know. No, no, no. But but he's going to get all the goal line work, and there is. I'm telling you that that offense does have a lot of value, and it's going to have a lot more value this year, obviously, than it did last. But they're going to pass the shit out of the ball, and I'm really hoping that Phil isn't just dead, dead arm Peyton like in his last year. That's just, that's just my worst fear. And no, I'm not comparing Philip to Peyton. I'm just just comparing the dead arm. <laughs> but yeah, I just I hope they get a running back. I hope they sign Jonathan Williams. Actually, that would be a that would be a 
a very good sign for them. Rivers but, shows sidearm, so you don't have to worry about dead arm rivers. There, there's, it's all there all the time. Yeah, that's false. That is very <laughs> false. It looks like a shot putting. Come on. And now a word from our sponsor. Check out Pristine Auction, where there are daily auctions with no minimums. So get your autographed memorabilia needs at pristineauction.com. This is just the who's going to be ready by week one show, I guess. OBJ, is he playing week one? <laughs> sure, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Whatever, I guess we'll wait until right before to set our lineups. But I, I think that I really, really hope that he can, just for the sake of I love seeing all these players that are the best in the league play, but whatever. If he doesn't, playing, like, if he doesn't, rest game? him a week. Yeah. Who's I, in and who's out? I would just hope that he can get healthy and not just play hurt all season is what I would like to see. So you want OBJ to miss the first couple weeks? <laughs> that's sure not that, That's not what I said. Make sure, to make sure that he's healthy. Is Jonathan Williams healthy? Is that why the, did the Bills cut him because he was hurt or just because he Nothing wasn't wrong. good? Just got him. Tolbert altered his position on the depth chart. Really? Well, I guess the Bills are just basically full tank mode, right? I mean, that's that's where they're at right now. They just are willing to part ways with somebody who's obviously has more potential. Now, Tolbert is 32, so he's got at least two years left <laughs> before they he retires. They sold Williams to, to the Patriots for nothing, just like Gillisley. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody's going to snatch up Jonathan Williams, and he'll probably end up being handcuffed somewhere else. Might as well be Indy. They grabbed Matt Jones for reasons unbeknownst to me. I kind of like that, man. I don't. I I think that, I don't know, I kind of think Gore, I know we've said this before, but I I don't like Gore as much as I did two, three months ago. I think that it's it's very clear that they know that he's not – I mean, he he wore down towards the end of last year, but he still they were still just feeding he had him. Two one hundred yard games at the end of the year last year. You stop it right now. Well, I was wrong. I was wrong about that. I guess you are correct that he he actually almost ended up an RB two at the end of the year, didn't he? Or no, he almost ended up an RB one. He he was like the the fourteenth and or fifteenth in standard, I think. Which is pretty. Good considering that offensive line was garbage. Don't let Nick lie to you. He had one 100-yard game after the ninth game of the season, and he only Fact had two 100-yard games the whole year. Yes. For one was one nine, and one was what like. One was one oh six but... against Houston, which not bad. It's Houston, and then he had 101 yards and 26 attempts against Minnesota. No, what I should have said is I don't. I mean, I would bank on him wearing down by the end of this year. Obviously, they are looking for something else to come through. Obviously, Matt Jones has just been rotting away. Who knows where? Doing who knows what? Washington. And and he's. I know he's in Washington, but he hasn't been doing anything. He hasn't been playing. He's been active. Sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have a lot of reps underneath so, him. But he could come in and and be relevant. I mean. It's not impossible. But the thing is, they they re-signed Turbin to be their like short yardage back, their hammer in the red zone. And he was pretty good at that last year. He had like eight touchdowns, I think, last year. Then they drafted Mack in the fourth, and he was their little, like, 
I don't know, change of pace kind of guy, like a kind of like. See, I don't, I don't get how he's a change of pace guy because he's right. like huge. Like he's no, who, who, Mac? Yeah, I mean he's pretty pretty wide. I don't think he's he's like a small, quick guy that is really a third down guy. I think he's like five eleven or six foot, two hundred pounds, something like that. I mean, like they didn't. I don't know. I I thought they drafted him to be the guy, but it, with this Matt Jones thing, it it feels like they it feels want, like they're gonna they're gonna take a running back next year is what it feels like. Dude, know, it's it's gonna, gonna happen. happen. It's gonna be Saquon Barkley. Oh, that would be dude. If they take Saquon Barkley, you'll be very happy. I know. And that but, was Colts talk with Nick Brown. Whatever, <laughs> I'm a fan. Whatever. But no, I am an Andrew Luck fan. And I really hope they can just get him protected. Just get like one, maybe two offensive linemen that are good, decent, somewhere along the lines. But yeah, I I know that uh, you don't care about the Chargers or the Eagles, just the Colts. So that's that's enough Colts talk for sure. So we've talked about both of our teams. What about what about your uh, Dirty Birds, your Eagles? Are they gonna? You think they're gonna just? Carson Wentz is going to be the machine to all Sean this year. Uh, you already had on your you already had on your seventeen jersey. We already saw it. Wentzylvania. Oh god. All right. Well, going back real quick to to Bears wide receiver one. The last time a Bears wide receiver played a full sixteen seasons was back in twenty fourteen, when they still had Matt Forte, Bennett, Jeffrey, Marshall, who missed three games. Um, Jeffrey put up eleven hundred yards as the wide receiver one. At that time, because Jeffrey or Marshall went out for three games, so if one of these guys could play all sixteen games, there's a possible upside of one thousand yards. So just take Adam Shaheen is what you're telling me. I mean, Bennett put up nine sixteen, but then you had Sling and Jay. Yeah, I just I don't. That's that's kind of why I just rather whatever. I'll take Marcus Wheaton if he's free, and I'll drop him and pick somebody else up. That's just what I'm saying. I don't I don't want to take. Kevin White, I don't want to take Kendall Wright. I don't want to take anybody else just because they're too much, way too pricey. Deontay Thompson looked good at the end of the year. Pick him up off the waiver wire. Yeah, I mean, Kendall Wright on the waiver wire, but I'm just saying if you're in a redraft today, tomorrow, I don't know. It's it's obviously an offense I want to avoid. The Bears might be the worst team in football this year. That that could happen. It is a possibility. No, it's not. Jets. Have you seen the Jets? There you go. I lied. All right, so back picking up back with the Dirty Birds. Uh, the Dirty gonna Birds. See, Blunt's going to see a lot of work in the red zone. Blunt's going to get cut tomorrow. No, he's not getting cut. They just kept five running backs. Can you believe that? They just kept five That's, running backs. Somebody's getting cut. Oh, my God. Too many running backs kept. You got Blunt, Sproul, Smallwood, Clement, and... Humphrey. Humphrey, yeah. You got all five of those guys. On the roster still, and we kept two quarterbacks, so Wentz and Foles. So you think they're just gonna go exotic Smash Mouth? Yeah, I think they're gonna run a lot. I, they got to. I mean, you got all those running backs, and Jeffries had some kind of shoulder injury lingering throughout preseason, so hopefully he's right by Sunday. Uh, that shoulder injury eventually will work its way down to a hamstring injury for Alshon. Just so you know, I'm calling no, it right not. now. I'm calling my not. shot. He's playing at least fourteen. <laughs> minutes. Your goal is for him to play. Yeah, minutes. If he exactly. plays fourteen games, I'll be happy, because then I get to see some Matt Collins eventually in there, 
and that's that's my real. I mean, I'm with you. If you could guarantee me 14 Keenan Allen games, I would be very happy. Uh, if you can uh, guarantee me a half of Keenan Allen, I'll be happy. Okay, you ruined it. Um, <laughs> you guys know that everybody saw Young Hoku and, and him in that video where he spins the football, flips it up, and then kicks a field goal. That's got to be like what... a backflip, too. Yeah, that, you know that's why they signed him. You know that they were just like, they saw the video and they were like, they're get like, this man on the field. That's that, Young that Hoku. Dude right there. Exactly. Young Hoku. That sounds like that sounds like a made-up Madden name right there. It really does. But also, what else happened? Sheldon Richardson. Oh, they got he went to the Seahawks. That's right. I almost, almost forgot about that. But the good news is Jermaine Curse is now in New York about to just make your fantasy team so happy, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Josh McClown, I mean, McCown is going to throw him the ball oh. like no other. <laughs> and then he's going to get hurt, and then it's going to be Hackenberg that's going to throw the ball into the dirt. No, Petty's going to yeah. come out and become best friends again with Robbie Anderson, and it's just going to be all over the field. Yeah, I mean, Robbie Anderson's their wide receiver one, right? I don't think it's really... I don't really. Did anything happen yeah. with him with a suspension due to like his... Thing, mishap that he had going on at some party in like Florida. Did he get a suspension for that? He got into it with a cop. I do not believe so. Oh man, Willie Sneed, the three game suspension out of nowhere. That killed me. I was so sad. I mean, I don't really own a lot of him, but I think it, for his price, he was going to be pretty good for his ADP, but not anymore. Yeah, I bought a lot of Sneed. I just think it's kind of bullshit how the NFL has made the Zeke thing public and it's just, it's been ongoing and we know nothing, we know everything, like all this bullshit. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, Willis needs to spin for three games. He's already appealed and everything's done. It's over. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? What do you mean? Like, okay, it's over. The season starts in seven days. Like, what just happened? And, and, Yet we're going to probably still be talking about Zeke this time next year and whether or not he's going to be suspended. It's because Sneed wears full-length T-shirts. <laughs> Sneed, Sneed just got traded That's pretty good. for That's pretty... Sanders, Richard, and a 2022 for Sneed and a 19-1 in a league with Nick and I. What do you feel I'd about that, Joel? Take Sneed's side. Probably would, probably would. I'm just getting so pumped for the actual games to start. What do you mean? They've been going on for four weeks. No, they haven't. It's not real. That's that's fake, man. That is fake football. It really is. Not your uh, football, says Joel Davis. Dude, it really is. We're going to have to look up the slate. I want to see what we're dealing with. All right, so final thoughts. What... What is your, what are your what are your final thoughts going into the weekend, AJ? Going into the week, AJ. That um, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to get smacked. That the Eagles have a nice division matchup come week one against the Redskins. Uh, that Andrew Luck's not playing, so that's yeah. a bummer for the Colts. And that the Falcons are about to poop on the Bears. That's that was your final thought. That's that's what you want to go with. All right, yeah. Nick. How about you? 
All right, nice talk. <laughs> and we're signing off with that one. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I don't know. It is what it is. Hope for a good season. Hope all of my teams win. And everybody you else know, can suck it. You want to say thank you to our millions of listeners? Do we, no, we don't. <laughs> we haven't released anything, so nobody's listening to shit. Yeah, that's that's like the whole point. Once they once millions of people listen to it, then there will be millions oh, of listeners. That's my final thought. I got well, it was fun. Um, you can find me, Joel Davis, at, at Joel D. Well, that was fun. That was my final thought. <laughs> no, my final thought is um, that 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 you need to be careful drafting running backs in the fourth and fifth round in the next couple days. Be wary of it. Um, obviously, be paying attention to the Zeke news as you're drafting because it's going to break. It's going to happen right as you're drafting in the middle of it. And, and you're not going to get him. And you're going to be upset with yourself. Um, and I think that's that's basically about it. Uh, it was fun, boys. We should uh, do it again before Wednesday. Good talk. Nice talk. Um, find, <laughs> find Joel at JoelD260. Find myself at CHXCKEN Alfredo. And then uh, find Nick Brown at... Nikosaurus31 on Twitter. And we're off. Thank you for listening to the new pod order presented by FFD260.